You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the And indeed, as His presence now fills the, now fills this place, we pray for the glory of His presence. Please welcome with me our dear pastor, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. God bless you. Amen. Happy Sainarias. Happy Sainarias. Good morning, dear listeners. God bless you, sir. Amen. 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 Thank you, sir, for joining us once more, one more time. Thank you. Please say a word of prayer as well. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the gift of Jesus thank to you, the Lord. world. We thank you for his death and resurrection. Thank you because the grave could not hold him captive. Mm, and he resurrected, he ascended to prepare a place for us. Yes. We are grateful for the work of the cross. Accept a heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Father, as we discuss your word today, we ask that you speak to us directly from your throne. You speak to each person that is listening and that will listen here after. Amen. We pray that there will be utterance. We pray that there will be entrance of your word. And your word will mix with faith in us and do us good and transform us from the level we are to the level you want us to be in Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because to you. Answer our prayer. Thank you, Lord. Bless the day of holy name, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 So, as was announced, we'll be debating a little bit today from the theme of um, that we are considering on uh, your Potter's house daily devotional to deal with um, the stolen Lord in. in commemoration of the Easter season, that is Easter uh, e- event, what happened to so remember Easter. And we will be studying uh, John chapter 20 this morning by God's grace. John chapter 20. Mm. And we'll be trusting God to bring challenge to our hearts that will help us to move from where we are to where we ought to be in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, I will read quickly John chapter 20, and um, I will start probably with the first three verses, and then we'll talk and see how far the Lord can bring us this morning on it. So, John chapter 20, from verse 1, the first day, of the week coming. Mary Magdalene early okay, the first day of the week met Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark unto the sepulchre and see the the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. So this 
title of today's message is brought out from Mary Magdalene's fear and exclamation that she brought to Peter and John, the other disciple, the beloved, the disciple that Jesus loved. Yes. And she was like, I have been to the grave, I have been to the sepulchre this morning, and I cannot find our Lord there. They have taken him away. They have stolen him. Our Lord has been stolen. Our Lord has become the stolen Lord. He, Lord our Lord, he was, he is our Lord. Later, he became our dead Lord. Our Lord that was killed and is dead in the sepulchre. Now, he has become our Lord that has been stolen. These are the different levels that Jesus is in the hearts of men, even today. Jesus, in some hearts, is living. Jesus, in some hearts, is dead. Jesus, in some hearts, is stolen. And that is what we want to look at as the Lord will help us this morning in the name of Jesus. We see here that Mary Magdalene exclaimed and was worried that the Lord has been stolen. When she woke up very early in the morning, the first day of the week, ran to the sepulchre in order to apply spices on the body of Christ on the body of Jesus because as far as Jesus was concerned, Jesus was, as far as Mary was concerned that time, that day, Jesus was dead. And she needed to apply spices on the dead body of Jesus, on the corpse of Jesus. She needed to apply spices to just keep Jesus not to smell, to keep Jesus from smelling to, uh, um, to, from smelling to neighbors around, from smelling around. So she needed to maintain Jesus with spices. She needed to package Jesus with spices in order to keep Jesus still there and not, uh, not, not producing um, offensive smell to neighbors. Now, Jesus has an aroma if he is living. He talks, he talks of the aroma in um, Corinthians when he is saying we, that we produce the saints, the aroma of Christ, the aroma of death to those who want, who want to die and the aroma of life to those who accept the cross. And there is an aroma that comes from you if you live the life of Christ and Christ is living inside you. But this time around, those who experience, those whose life Christ is dead, those in whose life Christ is dead need to be applying spices to maintain it. And very early in the morning, 
Mary Magdalene, as far as this, she was concerned, Christ was dead, and so she needed to apply spices to keep him from producing offensive smell to people around her and to people around where the dead body of Jesus lies. And that's where she went very early in the morning. But unfortunately, the problem degenerated. She was thinking, who will roll this stone away for, for me in order for me to be able to do this? Something, somehow, the stone was rolled away. That would have been a testimony that, thank God, I was already thinking who would roll this stone away from me, but the stone has been rolled away. But a more difficult problem came, a more terrible problem came on looking into the sepulchre, she discovered that the Lord had been stolen. And that was the most serious problem. So she ran to Peter and to John and said, they have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre. They have stolen the Lord out of the sepulchre. And we knew, we know not where they have laid him. The question I want to ask you quickly this morning, dear listener, is the Lord still living in your heart? Is the Lord dead in your heart? Is the Lord still living in your church? Is the Lord dead in your church? And let me also add, has the Lord not been stolen in your church? If many of us are still going to church, even though we know that the Lord is dead in that church. But we just know that at least we still have his name, we still have his form of godliness, even though we deny his power thereof. We still have his form of doctrines and uh, of do's and don'ts, and then we just go to church and we do some things, and we call upon his name. We still have his form. His body is there. We are still part of the body of Christ, even though that body is dead. And we see running in the very early morning on Sunday, the first day of the week, just like Mary Magdalene, going to church, going to places, even though in their hearts they know that the Lord is dead. So what they are going to do is just to rub that body with ointment so that it will not be producing sinking stench, sinking offensive odor from their bodies to other to their neighbors to their colleagues in the office in the market and all that so that at least they will be called christians they are just packaging their lives with religion with going by going to church with prayers with all the forms of godliness without the power of resurrection thereof so a lot of people know in their hearts, Jesus is dead here. 
Jesus is not active. Jesus is not living. Jesus is not in my heart. It's not. It's not. It's not producing the life of Christ that overcomes sin, that overcomes Satan, that overcomes sorrow, that overcomes the world in my life and in this our church. We only see that people fall under the anointing. They rise up and still continue in their sin. What Jesus came to do in Matthew one twenty one. You will call his name Jesus because he is going to save his people from their sins and because people are not delivered from their sins Jesus is dead in any place or any life where sin still rules sin still reigns and people are not delivered from sin Jesus might be there but he is dead Jesus might be there, but it is just his dead body because he's not living, he's not active, he's not producing effect. The result, the what the reason why he came to the world, even if he's producing money for you and providing, according to um so many other testimonies that you give, you give, you say, the Lord, I, he loves me so much, he will not let me lack, and this and that, and he provides for me, he does this, even if he heals to you, even if he does so many other miracles for you, as long as he has not done the, the real purpose for which he came to the world. The Bible says, for this reason, the Son of God was manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil, and that is sin. That is in First John chapter three verse eight. It says, "He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifest to destroy the works of the devil. If the work of sin, the work of the devil, which is sin, is not destroyed in you, Jesus, you may be calling the name of Jesus. You may be doing a lot of things. Jesus is dead." In you and all that you are doing is just using spies to package yourself as a Christian or as a child of God. You are just packaging yourself with spices. Jesus is dead in you. You are rising up very early. You are going out here and there to do things. You are going to church. You are going to places and you are even speaking like Christians. But sorry, Jesus is dead in your life and. Thank God for Mary Magdalene. We are just going to see. Well, after this break now, we will return to look at, all right, what was Mary Magdalene's actions? What did she do to eventually get the living, the risen Christ, the resurrected Christ in her throughout life? And that is what, how can we also follow this test of Mary Magdalene to get this risen Lord, this resurrected Lord in our lives so that the Lord will no longer be the stolen Lord or the dead Lord in our lives. We'll go for a short break now and return and then we deal with this by the time we come in Jesus' name. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. 
Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And yes, indeed, God bless you. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, who is leading us in reflecting on the on the theme this morning, the stolen Lord. The stolen Lord. The stolen Lord is the is the Lord stolen, or are you just say, using fragrances, you know, to cover up the stench from from the life that has not been truly regenerated? And please, please pay attention. God is speaking. If you want to contribute to this discussion, you can send us a message on WhatsApp. Just tap the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page and send us a message. You can either type it or upload a voice message and we'll be glad to share it with everybody. If you want to do it anonymously, just tap that box, that box right below the player on our, on our website and send it to us anonymously. We'll be glad to read either your question or your your contribution. Of course, Pastor Yagunloye, many of our listeners know him very well. He's the publisher of your Potter's House Devotional. If you want to reach out to him or you want to get daily episodes of your Potter's House Devotional, you can call him on 0808-718-0680. 0808-718-0680. Or you can reach out to, reach out to us and we'll, we'll let you have his number can also send in mail at paul.agunloye at gmail.com paul.agunloye at gmail.com tomorrow at 7 a.m. by the grace of God we'll be gathered here for waiting on God Wednesday if you have a prayer request that you want uh, children of God to join you in presenting before the Lord you can always present your prayers before the Lord but if you want us to join you in prayers please do send it to us anonymously use that box on our website and send it to us anonymously on Thursday. It will be thankful Thursday at 7 a.m. Um, it is really leading you to testify about God's goodness in your life. Please do not hesitate to reach out to us. We'll be glad to have you as our guest. Do you have any question? Any question on the practical application of the Bible or the Christian life? Any question on the Christian life? Do send it to us. Scroll down our page. You see that form to send your questions to us on, on Friday. Dr. Wego Gwali will join us for Ask Anything. Ask Anything Friday. And now we go back to Pastor Yagunloye to continue the reflection on the theme, The Stolen Lord. Remember, you can send your question and your contributions to us. God bless you. God bless you very good. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. So we saw that. Mary Magdalene was not going to meet the Lord alive. She left her home in order to meet a dead Jesus in the sepulchre. A lot of us go to church knowing from our hearts that we are not really going to encounter Christ because he is dead as far as we are concerned. And once we get to the church, we just encounter the dead Lord or we apply spices and we come back rejoicing that we have touched the body of Christ. And that is what we a lot also do in their personal devotion, not believing that the Lord is risen, not believing that the Lord is living, but just as a form of religion, just as a spice to uh, to rob the body of Christ, you go to your devotion, you go on your knees, you pray, not believing what you have prayed on. That is why you could ask God for vision and still leave your need to go and be borrowing and be begging people. 
is why you could pray for Nigeria and still rise up to cause Nigeria to say it, it can never be this Nigeria has go feed the pie again the way Nigeria has gone because of what you are saying actually you are playing on something and you are rising up to say the exact opposite because you know in your heart that the Lord that could have answered that prayer is dead so whenever you are going to on your knees or you are going to church, you believe in your heart that you are only going to raw spices on the dead body of Jesus that is dead. You are not going to meet Jesus that is alive. That is the first thing. And that is what Mary Magdalene was going out to do. Early in the morning, very sacrificial, when it was still dark, as a lady, she still did this, sacrificially to go and rob. You would think that it was a very serious a, a law that is alive that she was going to meet. But she went out to meet a dead Jesus. But unfortunately, she got there and met the worst and discovered that the Jesus that is dead, that she was still thanking, thank God though, even though she is, even though Jesus is dead, we still have his body around, and we still have something to run, and no problem. Will people still know that the dead body of Jesus is around with us, and then we are okay with that, no problem. We don't need revival, we are okay, and all that. But the problem, a greater problem arose, that the Lord had been stolen. How come it's better we manage a dead Lord than for us to, for the Lord to completely be stolen? That now brought a serious challenge to Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, and she went to the elders of the church, Peter and John, the elders, and said, excuse me, sir, See, our Lord has been stolen. And not just that he has been stolen, we don't even know where they have taken him. He has been stolen. What can we do? And then, that is where the challenge begins. And let us look now to um, verse 3 and verse 4. You will discover in verse 3, the Bible says, Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre. That was the summary of what happened. But verse 4 now explained in detail the way verse 3 happened. The verse 3 gave us the summary of how Peter and John got their houses and arrived at the sepulchre. But how did they arrive there? What happened in between their houses and the sepulchre is what verse 4 said. And look at what happened. So they ran both together. And the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. I wonder, in a situation where the Lord is not only dead, but has been stolen away, is even his dead body is no longer heritage anymore. You know, Christianity has an heritage. We have several heritage, religious heritage that we thank God for. But even those heritage are being stolen away by some other religions and some other people. That those heritage, we are even losing them. They are being stolen away from us. Hi, can you imagine 
oh, there is no time to deal with the details of some heritage of Christianity, which other religions have stolen away willingly we have yielded them and we are not running after them anymore even though they are they are just religious things but they are they are heritage of christianity if life is applied to it we it's it's it, it gives the real essence of christianity but they are stolen and here you discover that peter and john they began as if to say when the bible says that the other disciple did outrun Peter. When they said they ran both together, so they ran both together. I was seeing something here as if they were doing on your marks, oh yeah, on your marks, doing oh yeah, oh yeah, on your marks, sets, go, and and then they started running. Let us see who we get to the super cafe. Let us see who we get to the super cafe. Despite the serious of what Mary Magdalene brought to them. The Bible says, both, they ran both together. I was, I'm seeing something as if there is competition there. And the Bible says, one out to ban the other. You know, and then in this verse 4, you will not see Mary Magdalene in it. You will just see those that are competing. Mary Magdalene that had a mind, a serious mind for the Lord, that how can the Lord be stolen? I need the Lord, I want the Lord, and must get the Lord before I leave this place. Let me seek the Lord among the elders. And he came to the elders, and the elders are busy competing among themselves. Don't we see such today? Are our leaders in the church not competing for membership? not competing for the most beautiful church, the fastest growing church in town, even though your church is the fastest growing, yet hell is not depopulated, even though your church is the fastest growing, the beer palace and the nightclubs and the atrocities and the corruptions are still happening around you. Members of your church are also at the same time members of hellfire. They have not left hell. As they are increasing your church membership. And you are bold, you are bold enough to keep boasting that your church is the fastest growing church is called as competition, not eating of the leaders of the church. The members are, they are really desiring to see the Lord. They are looking for the Lord. Even if he is dead, they want the Lord. They want to encounter the Lord. They want to rub his body with the, with spices. They just want the Lord. And they came to you and you are busy competing with another church. You are with, with beauty, with entourage, with, with their dressing, with how, how can we preach with our demonstration, with different things. Competition. You go about competing when so when the Lord is stolen at this crucial matter. There is no time to deal seriously with this matter. But please, if you are among the leaders that men are coming to and to report that the Lord has been stolen, please stop competition. Let's face this matter seriously. The Lord has been stolen. Please. Christians are being killed in the north every day. In the north. And in the south, you keep expanding, and yet the, the gate of hell 
encroaching into the into the church and Jesus is saying, if I give my church, the gate of hell will not prevail against it. Yes, you think that the church is growing because of numbers when the gate of hell is almost taking over even the pulpit and everything and no, we, you could not differentiate between a Christian and non-Christian because they give, after they give their tithes and they have given everything, they still go into their corruption, they are still the ones that are making people, helping people, assisting people in the examination and practices, in offices where corruption is, in the hospitals and everywhere where you will, your child cannot get admission unless after he has met the cutoff and passed and he is expected to be granted admission, you still have to buy that admission mission with money to bribe and these people bring that money to build the church this is your church that you are that is beautiful that you are using to compete with others that is the problem that mary was facing and mary desired to encounter the lord meanwhile what mary saw what mary saw was mary could not find even the dead Lord, and in this verse 4, you could not see Mary there, you would only see the leaders that are competing among us. So let's quickly run and see what Mary did. Verse 5, and he stooping down and looking up, looking into the we see verse 5 and verse 6. How um, John stood down to look into the sepulchre and he could not find. Jesus, but if he, 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 he could not go in. But when Peter came, he, he went in. He also outdid John. You you got there before me. I entered before you and all that. All those things were still dealing with competition, but let us see what they did in verse 7. And the napkin that was about his head and all that, verse 8. Verse 8 says, Then went in also the other disciples which came first into the sepulchre and it's what believed in verse 9 as yet for as yet they knew not the scripture i am surprised that the leaders of the church knew not the scriptures they are preaching they are quoting bibles they are doing miracles they are doing a lot of things but yet they knew not the scriptures that he must rise again from the dead Unfortunately, if leaders are competing by dressing, by titles, by their membership, by in various any way they are competing, if leaders are competing, are they do they know the scriptures? Do they show that they know the scriptures? No, no. But let us see. Those who does not know the scriptures, you will see in verse 10, that these disciples, then the disciples went away again unto their own home. They are finished. They have, they have finished what they needed to do. All they needed to do was to just come and look at it. And when they did not say it, because they were not, they were not after Jesus. They were after their competition. And they have finished their competition and they are going, they went back home. I wonder if Jesus, if Mary Magdalene had not stayed to see this Jesus, what would have happened to the message of the cross? And the disciples, the leaders, those who are supposed 
to bring us the message. They didn't see Jesus. They went back to their own home. They didn't see Jesus before they came to preach to us. They didn't see Jesus. They didn't get the message from Jesus. They are only telling messages of their from their own from their own self. They are only bringing and propounding very high-sounding philosophy, psychology, and so many Bible head knowledge of the Bible. They did not. They are not bringing the Jesus that they personally have encountered. They have gone back to their own homes. That is the problem with the disciples. You saw that from that verse four. After from that verse. Three, when Mary, after Mary had told John, Peter and John, you could not hear about Mary again. Mary has been sidelined. Mary has been put beside, behind. Mary has been put aside until after verse 10, when they have gone back to their own houses. They were on stage. They were the ones in charge. They were the ones competing. They were the ones, and they put Mary behind. You could not hear, read about Mary from that place. They were the ones doing things. But the real thing that actually went to call them, they will know that, that one is somewhere else. You will not hear them. Those who are really seeking God does not show themselves. There is no show. There is no ostentation. They don't. They don't. They do that in secret. The Bible says God. Say God that hides Himself. He hides Himself. If you do not seek Him, you will seek. You will seek and find Him only if you seek Him diligently. If you seek Him with all your heart. So look at what Mary now did. We caught our time has gone after they have now left they have left the lord was dead to them to everyone they believe that they, unless there is a revival jesus is dead in the church but mary was seeking at least the dead jesus and she would not go until she find the dead jesus how many times do we go to church? Let me ask you, sir or ma. How many times do you go to church? You know that nothing has happened to you. You have not encountered Jesus. And yet, after the grace, you just pick your Bible and you return. But the Bible says in verse 11, but Mary stood. Mary did not return with the disciples. She had been there very early. Yet, when they have left, she refused to return. I came for Jesus, and Jesus I must found before I leave. Mary stood. When you have your quiet time or you went to pray, do you insist on seeing the Lord? When you are reading your Bible, do you insist on seeing the Lord? Or you just do it just to record that I have read my Bible today, just to record that I have prayed today, just to record that I have gone to church today. Not even the dead Jesus did you see. You did not even see see to apply the spices he has been stolen and yet you are going back home and you are okay and you'll be chatting and laughing with other church members and you are shouting after achieve something good has happened to you sorry no wonder your life is still like that no wonder the aroma of christ is not oozing out of your life to others to come and say i want to be 
a child of God. And but verse eleven, but Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping, and as she went, her time would not permit. But let me just quickly read it and round off. And as she went and stooped down and looked into the sepulchre, and feared two angels in white sitting, and one of at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain, and they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they had stolen, they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they are living. And when she had done said, he turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou had borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. This it must be your this must be your target. Every time you pray, you kneel down to pray or read the Bible or go to what must be your target is show me Jesus. Show me where he is, and I will take him away. You are supposed to take Jesus away everywhere you are going, to the marketplace, to your office, to your house, to your home, to everywhere. Or driving in Lagos Street or wherever, you need to take away Jesus there. And eventually, Jesus said unto him, unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master, Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father and to my God, your God, and all that. And then he gave Mary a message for his bread, for, for his brethren. Now, this seems to me as if when Jesus resurrected, Jesus was already on his way ascending to his Father. Because Jesus said, touch me not, for I have not ascended to my Father. It seems to me again that Jesus was compelled to return because of the diligence of Mary to see him. He returned before he presented his body to his Father. Just, he could not ignore someone who would seek him diligently. Even though he had not attended to his father, he needed to attend to Mary first. Then to attend to his father and to now return to himself to any other person. A man or a man that gives himself or herself to seek the Lord diligently, the Lord cannot ignore such person. A man that seeks the Lord in darkness, that is in the secret place, where he not doing it for show or ostentation for people to see him, we'll see the Lord, we'll find the Lord and get a message even for the world from the Lord. So, as I round off today, let me just ask you, because there's no time to begin to deal with details of how Mary, what Mary did, each of these things that we saw here that happened before Mary eventually saw the Lord. But I want to challenge you. Is the Lord not dead to you? Is the Lord not stolen to you? The Lord wants to wants to revive you. If your life is revived, 
then you will have the resurrection power, the resurrection life inside you. And the resurrection life is a life that does not die again. It's not that somebody is raised from the dead. Lazarus, that Jesus rose from the dead, had died again. But anyone that is having the resurrection life does not die again. So we are not talking about this physical life. We are talking about the life of Christ that does not die, that does not end. Do you have the resurrection life in you? Is Christ alive in you? You, he will not be alive until you really seek him diligently with all your heart and you keep seeking him all the time to get him and to sustain him that he's alive. Or you are just you are just going around to anoint or to apply ointment to the body, the dead body of Christ. Or is even stolen completely. Jesus is no longer in your life. If Jesus has been lost in your life or stolen, you need to seek him again. You need to return to him. You need to repent. If Jesus is dead, you need revival. In all this, you need to seek the Lord. And I pray that as you make up your mind to seek the Lord, to find the Lord, as the Lord has risen and he is still risen and alive today, he will show himself to you in the name of Jesus and he will give you a message for the world in the name of Jesus. He will transform your life and you will become a messenger for the Lord in the name of Jesus. As I ran off today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And that's a challenge that the Holy Spirit has um, thrown to all of us uh, to of us to re-examine, to examine whether we are living truly, truly as reflection of the redeemed of God, of those who are serving the risen, the risen Lord, and we are not just um, living unto dead works. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you, very good. God bless you. Amen. Please say a word of prayer as we bring this to a close. Our Father, we thank you for challenging us today. Thank you, Lord. Concerning the reasoning. The, the dead Jesus, yes. the stolen Jesus, and the risen Jesus. Lord, we are praying as every listener is examining his, his or her life this morning to see that Jesus is dead in him mm. or stolen completely, it's not in him at all, or is risen in him with the resurrection power and resurrection life. I am praying, Lord, that you help each us to return to find you just like Magdalene sought you and found you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I pray, Lord, that this message will not go in vain in the lives of everyone who has had it, but it will prosper and do that which you have sent it to do in our lives in Jesus' name. And concerning this Radio station, I'm praying that you bless the station and you keep inspiring it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you, sir. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you next week by God's grace. Amen. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.